Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages. This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live on the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's show, we will discuss the subject, the spirit of prophecy. We will be studying what the Bible teaches upon this subject. More about our topic after we've heard some music. Christ alone will I glory, though I may pride myself in battles won. For I've been blessed beyond measure, and only by His strength I'll overcome. And oh, I can stop and count successes like diamonds in my hands but those trophies cannot equal to the grace by which i stand in christ alone i place my trust and find my glory in the power of the cross in every victory, let it be said of me, my source of strength, my source of hope is Christ alone. In Christ alone will I glory. Grace, I am redeemed, and only His tender mercies could reach beyond my weakness to my need. And now I seek no greater honor than just to know Him more and to count. My gains but losses to the glory of my Lord. In Christ alone I place my trust and find my glory in the power of the cross. 
In every victory, let it be said of me, my source of strength, my source of hope is Christ alone. I place my trust and find my glory in the power of the cross. In every victory, let it be said of me, my source of strength, my source of hope is Christ alone. My source of strength, my source of hope is Christ The Spirit of Prophecy The Biblical Testimony We will discuss this subject tonight with answers from the Bible. Have a pen and paper ready to write down some notes. Tonight we will be discussing these questions together. What is the Spirit of Prophecy? Who does the Bible say is a prophet of God? How does Revelation come to God's church? What name is given to the messages given by God's prophets? What benefits does the spirit of prophecy bring to God's church? Before we start our study this evening, listeners, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio, streaming live down the internet from London. Lord, as we study your word this evening, we ask for your Holy Spirit to be with us and to teach us and to lead us through your word is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now first of all, what is the spirit of prophecy? The Bible reads in the book of Second Peter chapter 1 and verses 20 to 21. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The Bible teaches us that the Spirit from the Father and the Son speaks through the prophets. The Bible reads in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and verses 11 to 12, and he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. The scriptures teach us that the Lord Jesus Christ left the gift of prophecy in the Christian church. The Bible reads in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1, Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, 
but rather that you may prophesy. The Bible teaches us that the spirit of prophecy is the best gift given to God's church. Now the Bible reads in the book of Revelation chapter 12 and verse 17, And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God, and have the testimony of Jesus. Again, we read in the Bible, in the book of Revelation chapter 19 and verse 10, And I fell at his feet to worship him. This was the Apostle John seeking to worship the angel. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Thus we see that the scriptures teach us that the remnant church, or the last remaining faithful people of God, they keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. The Bible also explains clearly that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Note, therefore, listeners, that a true prophet of God will declare what Jesus has to testify to his church. If a person claims to be a prophet of God and comes to you testifying of someone else, then they are truly not of God. They are a false prophet. Now, who does the Bible say is a prophet of God? The Bible reads in the book of Exodus chapter 7 and verse 1, And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. The Bible reads in the book of Exodus chapter 4 and verses 15 to 16, And thou shalt speak unto him, and put words in his mouth, and I will be with thy mouth and with his mouth, and will teach you what ye shall do. And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people, and he shall be, even he shall be to thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of God. And so we see the Bible teaches us, listeners, that the prophet of the Lord is the spokesman for God. Now the Bible reads in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 26 and verse 12, And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord his God, and humbled not himself before Jeremiah the prophet, speaking from the mouth of the Lord. The Bible also reads in the book of Second Samuel, chapter 2 and verse 2, The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. And so we see from the scriptures that true prophets will speak from the mouth of the Lord. His word is in their tongue. True prophets will give testimony of Jesus' words. Now, as we look in the Bible, in the book of Acts chapter 2, and verses 16 to 18, we read here, But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it came to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens 
I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And so we see clearly in the Holy Scriptures that God has said that there will be prophets in the last days. Now, how does Revelation come to God's church? The Bible reads in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, and verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Here the Bible teaches us the steps by which revelation comes. First, God. Second, Christ. Third, the angel. Fourth, the prophet. Fifth, given to the people. After this break for music, we will continue with our Bible study about the spirit of prophecy. Clocks keep on moving, the world keeps on turning, the sun keeps on arising while the moon keeps shining. Time moves on, time moves on. Someone's just living. While someone's just dying Somewhere there's laughter While elsewhere there's crying Time moves on Time moves on Once you were young and say When you were in your prime Look at those strands of gray, those marks of Father Time, all of your silver and all of your gold can't stop time from moving on, nor you from growing old. Time moves on, time so fill your life with love. What name is given to the messages given by God's prophets? The Bible reads in the book of Revelation chapter 1 and verse 2, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. This is talking about the Apostle John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus and of all things that he saw. The messages given by God's prophets are called the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Thus the spirit of prophecy is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It is his testimony given to his church. It reveals him to the church through his word 
given to his servants. The Bible reads in the book of Joshua, chapter 1, and verses 2 to 9. My Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate thereon day and night, that thou mayst observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And thus, as we study the Bible, we see that the power of the message that God has sent, which testifies of Jesus, is not lessened by the death of his prophet. Even though Moses passed away, the words that Moses had was given by the Lord, they were handed down to Joshua. And as the Lord had said, the book of the law was not to depart out of Joshua's mouth. And he was to meditate upon it day and night, that he would observe all in accordance to all that was written therein. And so, what benefits does the spirit of prophecy bring to God's church? The Bible reads in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and verses 11 to 15. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. And so the Bible teaches us that the spirit of prophecy brings Christian believers into the unity of the faith and unto the knowledge of the Son of God. Now the Bible reads in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verses 6 to 7, Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall also confirm you unto the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Bible teaches us that the spirit of prophecy, confirmed in one, gives them efficiency and prepares them for the coming of the Lord. It makes church members more efficient and prepared to meet the Lord when he returns at his second coming. Let us now hear what the late Pastor Kenneth Cox, a faithful and respected Seventh-day Adventist evangelist, 
had to share in his public campaigns about the spirit of prophecy. Every time in the history of mankind, when people have been unsure, there hasn't been a clear, distinct voice. They haven't been able to hear someone say, this is the way, walk ye in it. And they haven't been clear on what they were to do. In every case, man has turned to the supernatural, hoping that somehow he might get some kind of guidance, some direction, and we are living in an age where people are seeking the supernatural, hoping that it will give them some kind of guidance and direction, that there might be some clear, distinct voice that would be telling them which way to go, what to do. That's the time that we're living in today. Many people have turned to witches. Others have turned to the horoscope, zodiac, to the reading of the stars, to cards, all kinds of different ways, hoping that the supernatural might give them some kind of a direction and guidance for their life. The scripture has some very clear, very pointed words to tell us about this, and this is what it says. Thou art wearied in the multitude of thy counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargazers, the monthly prognosticators stand up and save thee from these things that should come upon thee. God said, if these people that claim to be able to read the stars that write this monthly article in the paper or the weekly or daily or whatever they're writing, he said, if these people can save you, stand up. He said, if you can do, do something, if you can tell men and women what's going to happen, you can save them. Stand up. Speaking of one of the kings of Israel, says, and he made his sons pass through the fire, observed times, used enchantments, and dealt with mediums and wizards. He wrought much wickedness in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. Says that this king sought all kinds of spiritual medium, trying to find answers, and it says that it provoked the Lord. Regard not them that have familiar spirits. Neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. God tells us clearly that you and I don't need to be seeking individuals that claim to be able to read the future. Says don't do that. Then how am I to relate? How am I to regard such things as prophecy? What does God expect me to do? Well, listen very clearly. It says here, in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 19, do not quench the what? Spirit. It says, do not despise what? Yes, it says, don't despise prophecy. It tells you and I that we're not to despise prophecy. Therefore, how am I to relate it when God says, that I'm not to seek unto those that have familiar spirits, how can I know whether a person is a prophet of God? What about people like Gene Dixon, Edgar Casey, Eddie Murphy, 
Ruth Montgomery. Do I know if those people are prophets of God or not? How can I know that for sure? Now he tells you how you can know. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Now it says don't despise prophecy, but it says test all things. How are you going to test it? Huh? Only one way you can test it, and that's in this book. You're going to have to go to God's Word, and you're going to have to know what the book says. That must become my guide. That must become my rule. That must become my standard. That must guide me in everything I do. That's the way I can know whether it's of God or whether it's not. He said, hold fast that which is good. Now, the Scripture gives us some real clear uh, counsel telling us how to relate to people who claim to be prophets. I want you to listen to what it says here in Deuteronomy. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, here comes this person, they say, I'm a prophet. They not only tell you they are a prophet, they give you a sign. They say, this is going to happen. Okay? And the sign or the wonder come to pass. Boy, they say, this is going to happen, and it happens just exactly like they say. It comes to pass. Whereof he spoke unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Now, here comes somebody along. They say, I'm a prophet. They tell you this is going to happen, and it happens just like they say. And then they try to lead you away from God or contrary to Scripture. Listen to what the Lord says. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God testeth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Now, this person said they were a prophet. They gave you a sign. It happened just like they said, and then they try to lead you contrary to God's word. The Lord said, don't believe them. Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. So God is telling you and I very clearly, dear friends, if a person claims to be a prophet, they must be in harmony with this book. And if they are not in harmony with this book, they are not a prophet of God. That I can know, and I don't care who the individual is. If they do not agree with the word of God, you better believe I'm going to stay with the word of God. I can't always believe what I see. I can't always believe what I hear. But I can believe the word of God. That I can. Now, he also goes on and says, And when they shall say unto you, Seek unto, unto those who ha are mediums, and unto wizards that peep and that mutter, should not a people seek unto their God, should they seek on behalf of the living to the dead? Now, it says if people claim to be able to talk to the dead, they seek after wizards or fortune tellers or somebody hoping to give some kind of direction, listen to what the very next verse says. That's verse 19. Listen to what verse 20 says. 
to the law and to the testimony. When it says to the law and the testimony, it's talking about this book. To the law and the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is what? No light in them. God said they must be in agreement with the Word of God. I'm trying to get across to you tonight, friends, is your security is in God's Word. Stick with it. Don't let somebody come along and tell you that something else other than what God's Word says in regard to your religious belief, in regard to your relationship with Jesus Christ. Listeners, as Pastor Kenneth Cox has clearly shared with us, that for those who have claimed to be, or who presently claim to be a prophet, even if the sign or event that they have foretold does come to pass, unless their message is in accordance with the Bible, then we can know that they are not the true prophet of God. We will be studying more about the tests for a true prophet in our next radio broadcast. We will have another break with some music and then we'll come back with some closing thoughts.
On tonight's radio show, we have been looking at the biblical testimony of the spirit of prophecy. We have studied that the spirit from the Father and the Son speaks through the prophets. We have studied that the true prophet is the spokesman for God, and that the death of a prophet does not lessen the force of the message that God has sent. Then we studied from the Bible how revelation comes from God to his church. It originates from God, to Christ, to the angel, to the prophet, and then it is given to the people. We have studied that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, and that the true prophet of God will testify of Jesus. We have also studied that the remnant church keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus which is the spirit of prophecy. We have again studied that Christ left the gift of prophecy in the church to bring Christian believers into the unity of the faith and to a knowledge of the Son of God to give them efficiency and to ultimately prepare them for Christ's second coming. It is our prayer that the Lord will quicken, I should say, our understanding and that he will add his blessing to his word. Listeners, let us now pray to close our study this evening. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. I thank you for the study tonight, Lord, about the spirit of prophecy and as we've been looking at the biblical testimony. 
Help us not to lean to our own understanding. Help us to understand who you send and why you send them. Lord, as your word has shown and revealed to us tonight, is that you send your prophets to reveal yourself, the Lord Jesus Christ, and for you to give your testimony to the church, your words, Lord, to edify and to give us a knowledge of you so that we can be prepared for you when you come the second time. So, Lord, as we continue to study this subject over the next few weeks, we ask the Holy Spirit to be with us and bless us. And I pray for any listeners tonight, Lord, who may have worries or concerns or who may be stressed or who may have the cares of this life upon their hearts and upon their shoulders. I pray that your word, your spirit of prophecy, will give them comfort and hope. Lord, as it reveals the past, the present, and the future, and of the life to come in the blessed hope. So bless us and keep us this evening is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Listeners, if you have any questions, or if you would like more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org. Or you can send a text message to 07944062786. If you live in the United Kingdom, please contact us with your name and address, and we will send you a tract called Spiritual Gifts. If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, go to the ebook section, then find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapter 38, you'll find the subject Spiritual Gifts. This section will give you more information about today's topic. You can also listen to and download our radio show podcasts at https colon forward slash forward slash voice dash in dash the dash wilderness dot podcast page dot io forward slash. If you would like to support Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, then please send your donations through our web- website at vitwradio.org. Click on the page called About Us. You can donate to us there. On next week's show, we will continue to study the subject, The Spirit of Prophecy. Well, that's it for tonight's show. Until next week, listeners, good night and God bless. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live down the internet. This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week.